Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Healthy is Hot podcast. I'm your host, Chloe Wilde, TV host by day, sweatpant connoisseur by night, and a health and a life coach always. From hashtag to movement, we believe that loving all sides of you is what's healthy, and healthy is hot. Come hang out as we have raw, real conversations with badass individuals living passionate lives, thriving to make their dreams come true, and diving deep into how they got to where they are. And the best part? How health is a key component of all of it. From the highs to the lows, we get into it. From fitness to mental health to aspirational careers, get ready to be inspired. Also, we don't hold back. There might be swearing, there's definitely going to be some laughing. And hopefully you can take something away from these conversations to live your best life, to live your healthiest hot life. Brought to you by Clarence. Are you ready for another inspiring conversation? So this one's a little bit different. Usually I have entrepreneurs in the health and wellness space. Today I have a dear friend of mine who is a badass entrepreneur, but in the hair industry. And I thought this would be such an interesting conversation because whenever I've gone to see Morgan or she does my hair, we always end up talking about physical health and mental health and the importance of putting yourself first, especially when you're a business owner. But in addition to being a business owner, she's also a mom. She's also a content creator. She's also a mentor. She wears so many hats as she builds her empire. That is called Thick, the Hair Institute company. And it's really just so inspiring to hear how she built her company while also prioritizing her physical and mental health. Are you ready? Let's dive in. Morgan, I think this is so cool. You and I went to go see you at your stunning studio um, and you were doing my hair and I was sitting there and I was like, man, you are such a fucking badass and you're so inspirational. And one of the things I love so much about you, Morgan, is that you are such a badass entrepreneur. You're a mom, you're a wife, you're a friend, but you're also someone who prioritizes mental health and physical health. So I just want to start off by saying a big welcome to the podcast. (laughs) Thank you so much for having me, Chloe. And I actually feel like you are also a huge inspiration to me because you speak so loudly about how important mental health is in everyone's journey. Um, And so when you asked me to be part of this, I did feel very honored. So thank you for having me. Fuck yeah. I love it. I love it. And I think it's cool because you and I have crossed paths, you know, so many, like I was trying to think back to the first time I met you and I I think it was really early, early days of when I moved to Toronto and started this whole new career and chapter in media. And I've been here now 10 years. And I think, I honestly think you were from like early, early days. And I was like, well, this cool tattooed girl in hair. (laughs) And then I would see you at fitness classes and I'd be like, oh, and she's super fit too. (laughs) It would have been like eight or nine years ago. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, That was back when I was working at Chevello. I was the master stylist at Chevello Queen Street for 10 years. And we worked very closely with like eTalk and like the Marilyn Dennis morning shows and such. So yeah, that's when we first met. Man, and you were already like killing it at that point. And now you've just gone on and people like you, I look at you and I'm like, you are truly the architect of your life. Like you are hustling and grinding and building the dream life that you get to live out and get to share with your loved ones. But I'm so curious, like when did your love of hair start? So I actually fell into this career quite like 
um, accidentally. So I actually was in university in Montreal. I wanted to be a therapist actually. So I wanted to be an, an art therapist. So I was at Concordia and I was working at a bar and doing art classes and like trying to find myself, whatever. Um, and one of my friends at the time was working as an assistant at a salon and it was like one of the coolest salons in like in all of Montreal um very fast-paced environment very like fashion forward um and she said you know you should try like working at the salon with us we have so much fun it's very like artistic it's very fashionable like we do shows we do all this fun stuff like we party it's great and I was like well, I've never really done hair before but like sure and of course I got the job and very quickly started realizing that I had a knack for hair and not only that I actually quite loved it mm. um, I'm also a people person and so like immediately I like loved being around all of these like people that were like so high energy and like so fun to be around and so creative so I dropped out of university I became a hairstylist at this salon um salon pure in Montreal which is still like one of the top salons and moved up very quickly because I already had a knack for it so and then I went to hair school and just like that's how my career started literally one friend said to me why don't you come work at the salon with me and like here I am 20 years years later. Wow. Um, I mean, it's just amazing to think that you initially went to school for art therapy and now you're in hair. And I mean, I really think a talented hairstylist is a therapist. Oh, a hundred percent. You basically, I mean, good hairstylists and good makeup artists. I mean, you, you can hold space for people who are sitting in your chair and and be a container for them to be silly, be fun, be emotional and share their like deepest, darkest truths. So I think you're still kind of fulfilling what you wanted to do, but in a different medium. Totally. And it, it's not that far off. So I feel like hair hairstylists are really the best therapists out there because, you know, you come in, you sit in someone's chair and you like when the moment when someone is holding like your whole personality in their hands and can change everything about you in like two seconds via like a color or a haircut or like a drastic change, that is like a really powerful place to be in. And, you know, you really do trust that person because they have literally your whole life in their hands in that moment. So hopefully most of the time it goes well. Sometimes I mean, with <laughs> some hairstylists, it doesn't. Um, but yeah, it is a really powerful place to be in. And I do think like every good hairstylist is basically a therapist and probably should be charging more money than they are. <laughs> probably, probably yeah. friends. That's why we tip well when we yeah. and we try our best to bring in good energy um because i think the thing with hair is and i'm someone who forever i've been self-conscious about my hair I've, i don't have a lot of it it's very thin i've worked with hairstylists that have made it like a point of interest to talk about how thin and how little hair i have and i'm like yo i know i live with this every day like we don't need to talk about this because it's already my number one insecurity so i've had really horrible experiences with hairstylists and i'm like all right this is not a good fit so thank you for today but i'm gonna keep searching for an awesome one and then you do find a person that like sees you and wants the absolute best for you and sometimes you go get haircuts because it's maintenance and sometimes you go in because you're like i just had a fucking wild life event i need a huge shake up give me bangs let's go blonde i want to pick the <laughs> whatever sometimes people go in and they're ready for a drastic change and you behind the chair have to like take this on and try to make it a reality i mean that's that's a lot of pressure sometimes 
That is a lot of pressure. And um, my advice for days like that is do not do the drastic change. (laughs) (laughs) Don't do it. If you've had a huge life event and you want bangs or you want to go blonde, wait at least 24 hours and then go back. Uh, but that's like a story for another day. I think <laughs> <laughs> I can't imagine you with like a bad hairstyle, but if you say wait for 24 hours and we all should, we've all had our bad, our share of bad hairstyles. Trust me. I mean, you've been doing this now for a minute and it's clear you still love it. Like it still gives you joy. I mean, what, what kind of drives you to keep carving out kind of your world in this space because it's very easy to get career fatigue and it's very easy to swap careers nowadays. You know, people are constantly evolving and changing and you've stayed in this world, but you've certainly crafted your own entity within it. I think that that's a very good question, but I think that um, I do evolve and change constantly. And that is kind of what's keeping me so motivated within my career. I'm not just a hairstylist. You know, I am a business owner. I am a mentor. I am a content creator. I also create and manufacture products from like the very beginning, uh, from inception to production. So there are so many different elements of what I do. And that in itself is what's keeping me motivated is all of the different levels of my job and also working with the team that I have. So I have a really strong team of hairstylists that work with me at the salon. And I never really wanted to own a salon, but I basically came into this space with the idea of having one other person with me. And then I ended up with this massive salon that's 2,400 square feet with 11 people here every day. And it's just like a, such a wild ride. So I think like in a roundabout way, saying yes to opportunities and seeing where they take you is what really has like driven my career, but also given me like the motivation to keep going. But I mean, when life was throwing you opportunities, like what's your process? Are you trusting your gut? Are you making a pros and cons list? Because sometimes saying yes to life is exciting and it's also terrifying. And then sometimes it's really hard to know like, oh shit, is this my time? Is it my time to like step outside of this current world so I can continue to grow and expand? For sure. I think like trusting yourself and knowing yourself is very important. Um, Definitely like you know, for the A-type personalities, making those pros and cons lists, having like a support system, having people around you that you trust that you can speak to about all of the like opportunities that you want to take and having the people around you that literally look at you and say, yes, you can do this. Like if anyone can do this, you can do this. If people are saying like, Oh no, like definitely like maybe think about it a bit more, but if you have the support system around you, you have the expertise, you, you know, you have maybe the funds to support certain huge yeses, which like, you know, is very difficult to do as a hairstylist. You have to be very um, mindful of saving planning. And luckily, like my husband is a huge support for me and he's in finance. So he's very good at saving and planning and helping me with the back end of that. So having a really good support system is I think the most important part of taking on those huge yes moments in life, like knowing yourself, trusting your gut, having the expertise, but also having the support. You have to want it bad enough. Yeah. Honestly, that's what it is. You have to sacrifice 
you have to give up all the other things that are distractions. Um, and you have to really want the goal, whatever your goal may be. Maybe it's like owning a salon or a studio. Maybe it's, you know, being like opening a restaurant or maybe it's having a podcast or whatever the th- your like biggest goal is. You have to want it more than anything else in your life. Not your kids and your husband or your wife or your, you know, your partner, but like more than all the other distractions, you have to want it more than like a vacation. Do you know what I mean? Like it's, it's a top, top, top priority. And you really, I think that like knowing who you are inside, no one knows you better than you know yourself. So you have to be able to be the one to look inside yourself and say like, no, I'm going to give up the next year. For sure. Like at least because when you're an entrepreneur and you want to do something on your own, like you have to at least give up a year. It's been two for me so far. And I'm only now starting to like take a step back once in a while and like look at what I've created and what I've built and trust the people around me to like carry it on during that time. But yeah, I think it's just knowing in yourself that you have to have those sacrifices and you have to be able to give up all the distractions, which a lot of people don't want to do. Yeah. And I think the fact that you're even saying that you feel like you're still in it and you've been having to sacrifice things for two years is so honest and so relatable because I think if people only were to look at, you know, your personal Instagram or, you know, the thick Instagram, they'd be like, oh, she's got everything. Like she's literally got everything. And you have a lot of things going on, but even you, Morgan, like content creator, you know, entrepreneur, you're a mentor, you're so many things. You're still having to, mom, of course, so like two gorgeous kids, like you're still having to sacrifice. And I think it's so important to, to tell everybody, including everyone who's listening right now, that, Instagram and social media are highlight reels and you can have a lot in your life and be building your dream life, but you're still having to sacrifice until you get to that place of sustainability. But like you said, it's so important to recognize that there are some things that cannot be sacrificed. You're non-negotiables in life. Like for you, you mentioned your kids for someone else. That might be something else. Like you have to recognize what your non-negotiables are. And then you got to look at the things that are maybe things that you can like be like, okay, cool vacation that can wait, that can wait because this is more important. Yeah. Vacation can wait, um, like partying, dinner parties, like, you know, like social engagements, like all of those things, they definitely have to be put on the back burner. Even just like watching TV, like for an entire, probably eight months, I, in the middle of COVID while I was researching, like launching product, I did not watch TV. And like, I think I was the only person on the planet that (laughs) did not watch TV during that time. (laughs) Like sometimes it would be on the background. I'd be on the couch working like while my husband was watching like Tiger King or whatever. Um, (laughs) Um, Over the world. (laughs) Literally. um, You know, and so during that period of time, I, I literally locked myself in my room and gave myself a schedule and coming from someone who like, had their entire life like flipped upside down because of COVID, which a lot of us have, but like, I'm a people person. I've worked with people my entire life. I had that ripped away from me and I put myself in my bedroom and I like worked out in my bedroom. I ate lunch in my bedroom. I ate breakfast in my bedroom. I did everything. Like we have a big house, but I have a child and a nanny. So like we, we had a nanny because we needed one during that time. And I worked on thick and that's all I did, but I couldn't leave my room because if I did, my son would see me and it would create a meltdown. So I sacrificed 
everything during that period of time so that I could research and manufacture and produce these products. Um, and those, so that was a huge sacrifice during that time. Didn't watch any TV. <laughs> now, were those sacrifices worth it? Like, would you ever oh, for sure. back and change anything? No. I mean, obviously I wish that there wasn't COVID, but <laughs> yeah. At the same time um, though, COVID silver lining, like a lot of things happened. We can't go back and change that. But like, I mean, damn. if that hadn't happened, I wouldn't be where I am right now for yeah. sure. Because I would never have been given the opportunity to actually stop take an outside look at my life, like a bird's eye view at my life and realize like, where are you going? Like you've been behind the chair for almost 20 years. You've always want to do something, something different, something more. You've never been given the opportunity within the workplaces that you've had or been at. So now is your chance. Like, what is it going to be? So that's when I like really dove in. I was like, this is my opportunity. I have an idea and I'm going to do it. And I think that's so inspiring because it doesn't matter friends, like what industry you're in, sometimes the feelings that Morgan just shared, feelings like, okay, you know, you're good at what you do. You're at a cool workplace, but there is not the growth path that like speaks to you. Like you've reached the ceiling. So now sometimes that means you got to, you got to break through that ceiling and and just see what's on the other side. After I launched the product line, after I launched Thick, um, the world started opening back up again. And I realized that I needed my own space to work in. I wanted to have a salon that I could have like originally one or two people alongside me with a creative space. So I wanted to have content creation and I wanted to have like one or two other people working with me that could like have ownership of the space, come and go as they please and whatnot. I had this idea in my head. Then I found the space that I actually really wanted after like eight, nine months of searching. And like I said before, it was 2,400 square feet, massive windows everywhere, beautiful location, everything I've ever been looking for in a creative space. And then, so fast forward, sign the lease, realize, holy shit, now I have to fill chairs and like plan the ethos of a salon environment, which is not a small task to take on. It's time for Chloe's Clarence pick of the week. Ooh, ooh. Whoa, I'm a little congested and I'm not going to lie. I kind of love the sound of my voice right now. All right. I want to talk to you about a Clarence product called Cleansing Micellar Water with Alpine Golden Gentian. I don't even know if I'm saying that right. And lemon balm extracts. The reason why I love this is it's actually for sensitive skin. And right now, for whatever reason, my skin is getting very, very red after I use certain products. But I like a cleansing micellar water because it does the job of taking away impurities. But this one, because it's made for sensitive skin, doesn't leave me all blotchy and red. And I think my favorite part is a nice lemony scent. Yeah, that smells great. I'm so sorry that you just had to hear me like inhale and make snot noises. I actually just got back from Italy where lemon and limoncello is everything and everywhere. And I think that's also why I'm super drawn to this product right now because it smells like delicious lemons, friends. All right, let's get back to the chat. You have to think about what type of people you want working with you. What hours are they having? What's their pay structure? What kind of clientele do you want to have? You have to have a POS system. You have to have inspiration as to like, you know, you have to be in, be inspiring. You have to mentor. You have to go through a hiring process. You have to have one-on-ones with people every three months. There's so many things. And I started to have panic attack and I was having panic attacks every day, like small panic attacks where I couldn't breathe. 
Um, like, you know, I function at a very high level. And so I'm a very good multitasker. My husband says it's my like number one skill is that I can do many things all at once and they still get accomplished. But the one thing that I couldn't do was breathe. So I realized very quickly that nothing was working for me um, during that period of time. I was working way too hard and I outsourced a business coach that works only with salon owners. So she owns a salon herself and coaches other salon owners and teaches them how to be a good boss essentially. But she also has a very holistic approach and does breath work and meditation. So I feel very lucky that I found Sonia. She's amazing. We've been working together for over two years. Now I don't have her as much before we have like weekly meetings. Now I just have her. I, we meet like every couple of months and like have like a recap or I call her when I need her when something's come up. But in the beginning, she basically taught me everything that I needed to know about being a good leader and how to manage my life, basically how to breathe again. So we did a lot of meditation in the beginning. I had like a lot of homework to do on myself and figuring out like what type of person that I wanted to be in this new role, new job, new life, because you don't just like wake up one day and you're a boss. Mm-hmm. People that wake up one day and they're a boss are not good bosses. You have to learn how to be a good boss. You can't just like show up and be bossy. Like there's a lot more to it. So I worked with her very closely, learned how to breathe again. And ever since then, I've had a lot more, um, a lot more perspective on how to be a good person every single day and how to take on challenges and manage them because there are so many challenges that you have to learn how to manage. (laughs) It's amazing that there's a coach out there who's niche. hair salon owners because there's a lot of really amazing coaches out there but i mean who knows if you would have trusted someone who just didn't get your day-to-day frustrations and exactly and there are a lot of salons when you think about it right like there's some one on every corner so it is a niche but there should be more of them to be honest i mean do you think you'd be where you are if you didn't lean on someone and focus on like your own inner well-being at that time No, definitely not. I think I would have panicked Mm -hmm. every day, um, not being able to be the best version of myself. Um, I knew in myself that I had the, I had the passion and I had the want, like I knew what I wanted, but I didn't know how to be that person. Like I wanted to be a good person. I wanted to be a good boss. I wanted to be a good mentor. And I wanted to create this like amazing team around me, but I didn't know like exactly how to do that. And so she definitely helped me figure out um, how to manage issues, how to manage um, big hurdles, and how to put your mental and physical self ahead of other issues. Like at the end of the day, it will get done. But if you don't prioritize your mental and your physical health, like physical and mental go together for me because I actually find the most... um, I actually find the best meditation and movement. So for me, like I prefer a moving meditation, like a walk or a yoga, or even like working out to me as a meditation, Uh, running on the treadmill, like anything that like incorporates movement. I do meditate um, uh, without moving as well, like seated, but it doesn't work for me the same way. So I don't think I would have been 
where I am today without having someone teach me how to hone in on that craft, because it really is very difficult to learn how to meditate, as you know, correct? <laughs> um, yeah. The whole seated meditation doesn't work for me. I can do it for like a few minutes and then I get very antsy and bored. And I was chatting with someone actually about this the other day. And they were saying, it's so odd that like, that's the type of medication that medication meditation sorry, <laughs> that's been popularized for so long, because that's an incredibly advanced form of meditation to just be able to sit, sit. still and all of a sudden be able to tap into this inner mode of zenness. That's amazing if you can do that. But like that takes usually hours and hours and years of practice to get there. And so it's really cool that we're seeing this massive trend and appreciation and respect for various types of meditation. Um, the first time I was actually ever able to meditate was in the shower because I was somewhat still, but there was so much for me to focus on that I was actually able to calm my mind. So I fully, fully agree that movement and meditation is like way, way easier and palatable for me in the way that I work. Um, but man, I mean, I'm just, I, panic attacks are the worst thing in the world. If friends, if you've never had one, it honestly, the ones I've had, it feels like you're dying. Um, like it really feels like, oh, this is it. I'm, um, can't breathe. So this was fun. And then eventually you get through it. Um, it's so interesting to see, like, hear you say that this coach helped you really tap into prioritizing your mental and physical well-being. Because for as long as I've known you, you've been someone who's been passionate about health. But it is a bit different when you look at health as like a form of being the best version of yourself for your business. And I know like I've personally seen that where I'm like, cool, I can be healthy for like me as a human being. But when you choose to be healthy so that you can be the best version of yourself for like your family or your business, it's like a whole different ball game. Yeah, I 100% agree. And I think at the end of the day, what it came down to was just making sure that I got that hour a day, 30 minutes a day. And on those days that I couldn't do an hour a day or 30 minutes a day, it was five minutes, like literally five minutes of just like, sitting still, closing my eyes, listening to like a, um, a lead meditation because I don't meditate without being led. Like I can't do that. I'm not there yet. It does take years of practice. Um, but just making sure that every single day I had that focus because without my, like, without my mental and physical self being a priority, I was going crazy. And I was having, like I said, panic attacks, and not being able to breathe. And so really being able to like center yourself and have that quiet, like where your brain actually stops for like five minutes, 30 minutes or an hour, that's what resets everything for you. So like, if you're a person that like, likes working out, but they don't prioritize it or likes having a med five minute meditation, but they don't prioritize it. And they, you realize that, Oh my God, I feel like I'm spiraling mm -hmm. in your work or in your relationship or with your kids, like taking that literal five minutes and like putting your hand over your heart, feeling your heart moving, closing your eyes, telling yourself that you can breathe can actually like change your entire day. Do you like, does that happen yeah. for you too? Dude. And like, we have that within ourselves. Like we yeah. don't need 
like anyone else to make that happen. Like we just need to put a timer on, put your AirPods in, throw on a little meditation. And I was at a doctor's appointment the other day and my anxiety was like getting out of control. Like my fight or flight Morgan was through the roof. Like I was sweating. It was really, really bad. And I, in that state, I like couldn't go back to my tools because I was just spiraling like too far. And the nurse that was helping me was like, just like, like move your fingers within the palm of your hands and just like focus on the feeling of like every finger hitting the palm of your hand. And I did that and I was able to calm down. And I was like, oh my gosh, like I have this within me, like in moments of pure chaos or pure stress or feelings of overwhelm. Like we are so, so, so powerful, but sometimes we forget that we have these tools in our toolbox. So sometimes we just got to like remind ourselves that they're there. So meditation is obviously one, what are some other like tools you have in your toolbox to make sure that you are feeling healthy, both physically and mentally? Um, I need some time in the morning to myself. So it doesn't happen every day, but on the days where it does happen, I notice that I have a much better day. So I don't know if you've ever seen that like TikTok that went viral that was like what it's like waking up without kids versus what it's like waking up with kids. <laughs> no, have you ever I seen feel, that? No, but I need to see it. You're gonna have to send it to me. But I can imagine it's like like versus like the, oh, yeah. So like you know, birds chirping. You open your eyes. You yawn. You make your beautiful coffee. You walk outside. You know, you're stretching. You're lying on your yoga mat. Like everything's great. And then like versus like the alarm is going, kids are like crying, you're like pouring your coffee and it's spilling, you're tripping over toys, you're falling down. Like that's what it's like waking up in the morning with kids. So if you start your day like that every day, eventually you will burn out like no matter what. So I try to set my alarm before my son wakes up a few times a week. And I go downstairs and I make my coffee and I sit in silence. And that literally is gold to me. So having that like 20 minutes, 15 minutes, 10 minutes of quiet alone in the morning, 100% is my tool. That's what I need to like start my day. Um, Also, I'm a big to do like a list person. Mm -hmm. So for me, checking off my list the night before so that it's not like looming over me uh, all night long, that is like one of my tools as well, because I have so many businesses on the go all at once. And a lot of people asking me questions a lot of the time really need to make sure that my lists are under control. And if they're not under control, I usually wake up in the middle of the night or I'll wake up like super early in the morning with anxiety. So that's one of my tools. Do you ever put like easy things on your to-do list? Like things that you know, you'll be able to check off like quickly. (laughs) No, but that's a really good trick. (laughs) So I do that (laughs) on days where I have a big day and I'm like, damn, like I know I'm capable of doing a lot, but this feels like a lot. (laughs) Yeah. I'll put like shower or like, I don't know, start laundry or make bed. And I'll sometimes throw a couple of freebies in because whether it's a freebie or not, you still accomplish something and you still get that like tiny hit of dope mean and you're like all right day we're getting through it <laughs> i love that idea that is a life hack you should turn that into an instagram reel <laughs> I'm oh i love that um i think the coolest thing with you is 
um, in all my years I've known you, you have always just been you, like authentically you. And it like your branding and your brand messaging in the team that you curate around you. And like I really truly believe that like you are an unstoppable force. And as like a fellow female aspiring entrepreneur with like a couple budding businesses, it's amazing because I think growing up, I never thought you really could have it all. Like be a badass bo- like boss babe, be like a wife, be a mom, be like a good friend, be someone who's a mentor as well and giving back to your community. But like you're proving to all of us that it is possible. It just takes some boundaries, maybe some coaches, some strong support system and like making sure that prioritizing yourself is possible. Wow. I am so honored that you just said all those things because I definitely have some imposter syndrome as we all do, I think at this level that, that I'm at. And to hear someone that's known me for that long say all those things about me, thank you. You literally gave me chills. I really appreciate that. Um, I do feel like I'm a work in progress and I'm constantly trying to evolve and better myself and be the best version of myself. Um, So it's really great to see that from the outsider's perspective that it does seem like I am doing all of those things that I'm trying so hard to do. So thank you. I love you. I love you. Friends, if you've never heard of Morgan or never heard of Thick, we will make sure to have all the information down below. And also, she's got some dope, dope products. I mean, this is just your moment if you want to like name drop what people should go out and buy. Well, if you haven't tried to tried the Thick Oil yet, it is one of the most highly coveted hair oils on the planet right now. Loved by everyone. It is lightweight. It is nourishing. It's a heat protectant. It actually is amazing for your hair. You can use it night and day. It's daily. It's wet or dry. It doesn't matter. It makes your hair feel so luscious and lovely. Um, And I also have a treatment that you use in the shower that is like whipped butter. It's so beautiful. And you put it in and you let it sit for five minutes and then you rinse it out and your hair feels like so soft, but still light. It's still voluminous. I also have a shampoo and a conditioner launching in November that I have been working on for Loki two years. So, um, (laughs) yay. Cannot wait for that to arrive. And it also is a very lightweight, voluminous shampoo and conditioner, which will make your hair and scalp just feel amazing. Because I think that scalp health is just like such an important thing. So there's some really great ingredients in there that will help your scalp if you have like, you know, any sort of underlying issues and will help your hair grow and be healthy. So yeah, my entire capsule collection of products is geared towards hair health. And that is my spiel. Gosh, that's so good. And guys, I've been lucky enough to get a sneak peek of the shampoo and conditioner. And all I can say is every single product that Morgan just said is Chloe Wilde approved, uh, full 100% endorsement, because as you've heard, I'm very insecure about my hair. And these products are amazing. and They smell so good. So I just wanted to take a moment to just be like, Yo, go and support Morgan and her world. It's so good. And Morgan, thank you so much for hanging out with us today on the Healthiest Hot Podcast. Thank you so much for having me, Chloe. It was such an amazing honor. I really feel very blessed right now. Thank you. Well, well, well. Who else is feeling fired up and inspired after that chat? Yeah, same here. I can't believe I'm saying this, but just like that, another episode of the Healthy is Hot podcast in the books. 
Once again, I'm your host, Chloe Wild. And look, if you enjoyed this, go ahead and subscribe so you never miss out. Rate and leave us a cute little comment. Follow us on Instagram at Healthy is Hot. And remember, healthy is fucking beautiful. We'll see you next week. Brought to you by Clarence.